0: How did you like the reading this week? When I mean, did you get fired up? <clears throat> this is some quality stuff. And um, um, Barb and I, uh, Paul and Brenda Kenderdine, Jeremy and Shannon, were at um, a dinner on Friday night. It was a fundraising dinner to help... Um, uh, an excavation um, and one of the speakers was Dr. Stephen Collins and um, the way he explained it is he was reading the scriptures believing it to be true from the point of the scripture in Genesis he believed the city of Sodom should be located at a certain spot in Jordan. So he went and started digging. And lo and behold, he's found Sodom. Wait. You mean, wait, you mean the Bible's true? And that's astounding to so many scientists and people. It's like Because he says... He has a Bible in one hand and a trowel in the other. And they said, why do you have the Bible? It's it's jaded. He's like, if this is true, shouldn't we be using ancient manuscripts to be able to find stuff? And lo and behold, he did. And um, it was really an amazing night. Uh, I was really fired up. And some of the things that he said some of the things that eric Matassis said some of the things that uh, brad uh, stein said um, was very relevant because i knew what i was going to preach on and i had my sermon mainly prepared and all of a sudden i'm hearing oh i'm hearing things i'm hearing things I'm like okay god i guess this is confirmation that i need to do this so today I mean, I don't want to be grandiose, but I believe today's passage of scripture will change your life. I, I do. It's changed mine, and so can't get much more grandiose than that. But I, I think you, sh- I think you should be excited and be ready. So turn to Joshua one. We're gonna we're gonna start at the beginning because that's a very good place to start. And while you were doing that, I've got a few announcements of myself that I just, I want you to be excited about it, okay? First of all, David didn't tell you. Remember last week he said he's going to keep his beard until he gets his well. The clock has started. We may see a clean-shaven David Shepherd here pretty quick. Which is pretty exciting. Uh, they're, they're they're actually doing. They're actually on his property, and the will is being done. Oh, that's that's, that's exciting. <laughs> Second of all, um, this week um, we received a a donation um, for five thousand dollars to go toward the sign. So we now have less than $5,000 in the campaign to get our digital sign. So the countdown is coming down on that too. So if you have said, well, I'll give some time. It's time to give now. Or we'll be like, oh, we don't have enough. We have too much money. No, can't take it. So if you want to give, give. And and before you know it, we're going to have a new sign. Jessica Dickman will have all kinds of time in her hands because she won't be having to put the sign up all the time. And What are you going to do with all this extra time you have? All right. So, so just some good news that ah, should make you happy. All right. Before I start in Joshua 1, I want to read a passage in the New Testament. Um, Jeremy actually um, highlighted this passage when we started Genesis. And he said, why are we studying the Torah? Why are we reading this narrative history? He quoted this in 1 Corinthians 10, I think he did 11, but I'll do 6 through 11 for context. He said, this is Paul. He says, he's he's talking about the Old Testament. He's talking about the scriptures. Okay, and he says this. Now these things occurred as examples to keep us from setting our hearts on evil things as they did. Do not be idolaters, as some of them, as it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink, and got up to indulge in revelry. We should not commit sexual immorality, as some of them did, and in one day 23,000 of them died. We should not test Christ or the Lord, as some of them did, and were killed by snakes. And do not grumble, as some of them did, and were killed by the destroying angel. These things, meaning the Old Testament. Happened to them as examples and were written down as warnings for us on whom the culmination of the ages has come. So why are we studying Joshua? Because it's as a warning. But today it's not a warning. It's an encouragement. Okay? Because not only were there bad things that people did that we should serve as a warning, but there are some good things. And let me tell you, the book of Joshua... I mean, there's some things that go wrong. Some people do wrong in, in Joshua. But Joshua, for the most part, after he went through all the stuff with Moses, and the people, that first generation, dying in the desert, they were all about serving the Lord. So we're going to see a lot of success in Joshua. Not complete success, but we're going to see some success. And so, not only... We have examples of what, what not to do. We have examples of what to do. And Joshua 1 oh, is good stuff. So, are you at Joshua 1 yet? Are you on your do you have your Bible out? Do you, do you have your app phone out? Or do you what are you just gonna trust me? What's wrong with you people? The word of God is true and you should be reading it. Let's read chapter one. What do you say? Here we go. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give them. To the Israelites, I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert desert wherever you go. So Joshua ordered the officers of the people, go through the camp and tell the people, get your provisions ready. Three days from now, you will cross the Jordan here to go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you for your own. But to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, Joshua said, remember the command that Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you after he said, The Lord your God will give you rest by giving you this land. Your wives and your children and your livestock may stay in the land that Moses gave you east of the Jordan. But all of your fighting men, ready for battle, must cross over ahead of your fellow Israelites. You are to help them until the Lord gives them rest, as he has done for you. And until they too have taken possession of the land, the Lord your God is giving them. After that, you may go back and occupy your own land which Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you east of the Jordan toward the sunrise. And then they answered Joshua, Whatever you have commanded us, we will do. And whatever you send us, we will go. Just as we fully obeyed Moses, so we will obey you. Only may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your word and does not obey it, whatever you may command them, Will be put to death only be strong and courageous so in one chapter, we get this command four times: be strong and courageous Mo- Moses told Joshua. You need to listen to the Lord, and you're going to be in charge now. So the Lord speaks to Joshua now, not Moses, because Moses is gone. You'd think they were leaderless, but they're not, because Joshua has been shown to all the people that he's going to be the leader, and then God comes and talks to Joshua. And and three times he says, be strong and courageous. Listen, there's a lot of times in the Bible that we hear things three times. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Not just holy. He's holy, holy, holy. For emphasis, okay? In the upper room, Jesus tells his disciples, you must love one another. You must love one another. You must love one another. He says it three times. So this is something that we should take note of. This is actually a fourth time we see the very last three words. Strong and courageous ends chapter one of Joshua. Oh, okay. God's trying to get our attention. We should listen. Okay? So, what is God telling Joshua? I know, be strong and courageous. But let's think about this. Is it like strong like... You know, Arnold, buff? <laughs> no. Okay? Is he saying, be muscular and brave? Strong and courageous. That's the s- s- synonyms, right? And I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Okay? So, if we go to the Hebrew, we can look at the words and we can say, what, what does this really mean? Okay? So, you, okay, you're going to love this. You're, you're going to get stinking blown away. Here we go. So the Hebrew word that is used in this context all four times okay is kozak kozak okay kozak means buff no the first meaning is to fasten upon like you put something on your shirt you or to fortify something to cleave to something to conquer to confirm or to be established that's what kazak means we get we use the word the english word strong in this but it's gripping onto something interesting so God is telling him, grab a hold of something. Fortify yourself with something. And then, courage, or courageous. Same word. It's amats. Amats. Amats means, wait, here we go, to establish. Or... To fortify, to harden, to prevail, to be steadfast, okay? My connotation would be a firm foundation, okay? So, what God is telling Joshua is grab a hold of something and get a firm foundation, He's not telling them to be muscular and brave. He's telling them, grab a hold of something and get yourself ready. Get a firm foundation. He doesn't say it one time. He doesn't say it two times. He tells him three times. Okay, so let's let's get rid of some of the questions here that we have. Because there there are some questions when you hear this. Okay, one, how how did Joshua hear? From the Lord. Well, we know that God spoke directly to Moses in the tent of meeting, right? And if you go to um, Exodus 33, there's a place where it says that God s- spoke to Moses like a man would be to his friend. And it's not just the two of them in the tent. There's a third person in there. There's a third being in there. And it's Joshua. So, how did Joshua hear from the Lord? Maybe it's direct. Maybe he goes in a tent of meeting, and God talks to him. Okay? We don't always get that, but maybe it's through um, the son of Aaron, Eleazar. Maybe he said, this is what the Lord told him. But it's the message that... Yahweh is giving is directed toward Joshua, however he got it, but he got it, and and that's what the Bible retains, is that God spoke to Joshua and said this, okay, grab a hold of something and have a firm foundation, that's what he's telling him, why, 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 Joshua is about to lead the Israelites, a million plus, into a land where only two people have ever been there before. One being Joshua, and the other being Caleb. Everybody else has never been in this land. They don't know what to expect. They, they. you know, fear has a great way of... Grabbing a hold of us. And usually it's fear of the unknown. What's going to happen? Oh, I don't know. Okay, I'm afraid. So what God is telling Joshua is, okay, grab a hold of something and have a firm foundation. Because you're going to take the land. Okay, let's look at a map. okay you see this little thing right here this is the town of shittim and they are located right just to the west of it they're getting ready god tells joshua get your people up get them ready because they're going to cross the jordan and that first place is going to be jericho so this is the area with which they are i mean that's a that's a tough name where do you live shittim I mean, I have a feeling that would be a town in Texas. (laughs) Maybe Kentucky. But that's where they are. Okay? And so, (laughs) Joshua, the gravity of the situation. Okay, for years, you've been kind of Moses' aide. Moses would say something. Okay, if you say so, let's go do that. And then Moses goes up to Mount Nebo and dies, and God buries him. And then God says, okay, Joshua, you're it. (laughs) Okay. But Joshua, I want you to grab a hold of something. I want you to have a firm foundation. So the next question, what do you grab onto? Did you just get chills? What do, you, what do you grab onto? Okay, well let's look at the let's look at the four to be strong and courageous. Let's look at them and see what God is telling Joshua. So strong and courageous. Number one is Joshua one five and six. He says, no one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give to them. Did, Did you catch what God is saying to Joshua the first time he's saying? Grab and take hold of a firm foundation because one, I am with you. Two, I have a track record. I was with Moses. I will be with you. And you're not going to do this alone. I will never leave you nor forsake you. That's why you should grab a hold of me and get that firm foundation. I think that's for a good reason. But wait, there's more. Strong and courageous number two is found seven and eight. Not only grab a hold of me to get that firm foundation. He says, grab a hold of my words. Because they are truth. And you will know how to do things. You will know how to establish the firm foundation. And that you will succeed. Well, how do I do these things? Well, let's let's know God's word. There was a right way and a wrong way to do a lot of the things. Because God is speaking truth to Joshua because he's the one who created Joshua. He's the one who created the world. He knows how things work. And so he wants Joshua to be successful. And so he says, there are things you should do and you shouldn't do. Okay? Joshua, when you grab a hold of me and you get that firm foundation... You will not work on Sunday or Saturday, on the Sabbath. Because it's not you who does the work, it's me. And you rely on me and not on your own abilities. That's in the law. So, Joshua, there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. And this word which I have given you through my servant, Moses... It's because you're trusting in me, you're grabbing a hold in me, and it's not you who does the conquering. It's me. So rely on me. I won't let you down. I'm the one who's the promise keeper. I promised decades ago, centuries ago, to your forefather Abraham that he was going to get this land, and guess what? You're the one who gets to fulfill it. It's your privilege to step across the Jordan and take the land because I promised something to somebody 400 plus years ago that this was going to be their land. Oh! That's awesome! Okay, so you're Joshua. you, You see the millions of people. You're going to know... I don't know if I can do this. And then God says, okay. I want you to grab a hold of me. Get that firm foundation. Grab a hold of my word. You see Joshua maybe standing up a little bit. What? I'm not doing this alone? What? And I've got the instructions on how to do it? Huh. Maybe this isn't so arduous. And then Strong and courageous, number three. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. I was talking to Sam last night about this. Have I not told you? Be strong and courageous. Doesn't that sound like a parent? I mean, have you not told... How can remember... You you tell your kids to do something, and then you walk in. Did I not tell you to clean your room? Didn't I tell you? Okay, so strong and courageous command, number one, um, God is appealing to Joshua that you're not doing this alone. Depend on me. Get that firm foundation in me. Okay? Second time, he's saying, hey, and... You're going to know how to do it because I've given you the word of God to be able to know how to do it. And the third time, God says, "Have I not told you? Just do it because I told you to do it." How many is a parent? Have you just said, "Oh, Mom, I don't want to, I don't want to clean the room." I'm telling you to do it, right? So, it appeals to. You're not going to be alone. 2 You've got the right instructions. And three, I'm telling you to do it. Right? And now the fourth one. Joshua 1, 16 and 18. Then they answered Joshua, Whatever you have commanded us, we will do. And whatever you send us, we will go. Just as we fully obeyed Moses, so we will obey you. Only may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your word and does not obey it, whoever you may command them, will be put to death. Only be strong and courageous. Okay, this didn't come from God. This isn't a direct revelation to Joshua. This is from who? All the Israelites? No. Very specifically, The people that are telling Joshua to be strong and courageous, which is exactly what God told him. But being confirmed by the people are the Reubenites, the Gadites, and half-tribe of Manasseh. Are they half-Manassites? I don't know. But they're the ones that are stationed on the other side of the Jordan. They've already got their land. But when Moses told them, you don't get this land unless you go and help. So these are the ones, they're the first ones. They're the ones that say, yes, we will obey. We're, going to, we're with you, Joshua, because you're with God. So they aren't just some casual observers. Oh, will be strong and courageous. No, they're the ones that are going to be out there with him. They're going to be on the front lines with him. They're the ones that are going to be encouraging him. And they say the exact same thing as God told them. Oh. Huh. That's stinking amazing. Okay. It's a great story. If you see it just as a story, you're missing out. Because this is also written for us, isn't it? Didn't we just read in 1 Corinthians? This was written for us. God is speaking to us. He He is. Sometimes it's through the Holy Spirit. Sometimes it's through His Word. Get this. Sometimes it's from fellow believers. I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but there's been times I've been, you know, praying with the wrestling with the Lord, as the case would be about what 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 I should what should I do next? You know, what what should I do? You know, and I will read a passage and go oh this is what i should do well i know but this this you know you sort of talk yourself out of it because it's going to be hard and it's going to be you know a struggle and you you sort of forget it's god that's with you and he's like i don't know if i can do this but but it's in the word of god but well you know i'll i'll think about it i'll i'll, I'll think about it and then someone one of your friends who's a fellow believer will say something like the exact same thing that you just got from the, from the Bible. And you go, huh? don't talk to me. Because you know it's from the Lord, right? Listen, good example, and I've said this many times from the pulpit. But Pastor Don years ago was asking, you need to come on staff here. At Heights, you need to be a pastor here. I'm like, eh, I'm a teacher. I'm doing really good. Eh. Maybe later, but not not now. Not now. I mean, I just made teacher of the year. I mean, I'm, I've got a good gig going on here. I get I get summers off. You know, I was just all the reasons why. And then I was reading the scripture and talking about. Oh. I'm like, man, should I? Should I step out on that? I don't know. And then Pastor Don came to me again and said, man, you need to be on staff here at Heights. God's shown me that. She's like, yeah, yeah, well, huh, huh, I'll think about it. And then one time I said, okay, I'll, I'll pray about it. He goes, you've been asked three times to do this. What more do you need? I said, okay, I will, I, I'll, I'll pray about it. I'll really seek the Lord. That was on a Friday. Sunday, I come to church, okay? And I walk up, and it was beyond me. I, I talked to Dottie Hatchell. Like, I always talk to Dottie because she's a sweetie, and I think she's great. She goes, you know, it would be really great if you were a pastor here. Who said, who, who told you that? No, well, I'm just thinking you'd be a good pastor here. Huh, okay. And I walked across the foyer. And Andy Lee, he said, you know what, it'd be great if you were a pastor here. <laughs> what the heck? And at that point, I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt, it's been confirmed so many times. The next Monday, I mean, the very next day, I walked into the office at Hope Christian School to our headmaster at the time was Kelly McEachern. And I said, I'm not coming back next year. He goes, what? I go, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the position of, of pastor at Heights. He goes, well, it's about time. I'm like, what? He goes, I just knew you'd be a pastor. I'm like, and hey, you're just now sharing this with me? Huh? I was never... More sure. I mean, was I nervous about it? Yeah. Was I freaked out about it? Yeah. But you know what? I knew this is exactly what God wanted me to do. And if he wants me to do it, and he commands me to do it, as a follower of Christ, I'm going to do it. Whether I'm scared. And I'll tell you what. When Jeremy and I got together, one of the first things that Jeremy said is, We gotta hold on to God and we gotta do his word. Do you remember that? Huh. That's Joshua one all stinking over again. In my life. And you probably got stories yourself. Listen, if you know that God is telling you to do something, and you're kind of hedging your bets, I'm not so sure. I'm actually hearing from the Lord. I could have had a bad pizza. I don't know. But if it gets confirmed to you three times, and then your fellow Christians, the people that you rub shoulders with, maybe in your life group, they say something that confirms it, you just need to stink and do it. And the way you can do it is by grabbing a hold of God. Grabbing a hold of His Word. And doing it. It may not be easy. In fact, generally the things that you have to do with God are the things that we don't want to do. They make us uncomfortable. They challenge us. They, Because we don't know what's going to happen. But we serve a God who does. We serve a God who keeps his promises. We, keep, we serve a God who speaks the truth. Do you think it's important to be around other godly people? Do you think this whole life group thing is just, meh, maybe I'll do it, maybe I won't do it. Oh my gosh. You want to have people with you that are in the trenches with you, that are ready to go to battle with you? And remember, the stuff that you can accomplish, the destiny that God has created you for, can be accomplished through you by him by God you just gotta you just gotta step across the Jordan you, you just gotta step on dried land across the Jordan huh does, does that not excite you so what is it what's your next step as many people are in this room there's as many stories but I'm telling you don't daddle anymore read Joshua 1 again over find out the reason why you need to step on what God's telling you to do is because of who he is because of the word of God and the people that are with you so come on you fired up? I am. Don't you stand? What time is it? Dude. I did it again. Barring the, you know, editing of my pauses. <sighs> May God bless you. But just let me encourage you. This this thing we're doing, this thing called life. It's so much better when you clung on to God and establish that firm foundation with him and his word. It will go well for you. won't be easy. There will be some difficulties. But did did you hear the songs we sang, the the words we read? God said this about us. He will never forsake us. Never leave us or forsake us. Well, that was the Old Testament. No, no, no. If you look at Jesus, when he is telling us what to do in the Great Commission, he said, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. The promise is still being given to his people. And if you're a follower of Jesus, you're his people. Father God, we thank you and praise you for what you do. How could we not serve you, Lord? You've done so much for us. Everywhere we are, every people we know, the circumstances we're in, it's not a mistake. It's all for a reason. We may not know what it is. We may not know the why. We may never know the why. But what we do know is enough. And that's that we know you, we know your word, and we're not doing this alone. We've got people fellow believers together. Thank you, Lord. We're so grateful. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.